Hey guys, before we get into the episode, it blows my mind that we're launching another podcast. And this time, I actually want to feature you guys as a guest. Now, if you're a six-figure entrepreneur who has your own podcast and you listen to the show, I actually want to interview you on our brand new podcast, which is called Six Figure Podcast Rebels. You just need to go to www.top100interview.com and you can apply to get featured. All right, guys, back to the show. Guys, guys, guys. Now, how many how many times have you listened to my episodes? What episode are you on? That's a good question to ask yourself. How much time have you spent listening to my voice? That's, uh, if you spoke to Gina, she'd say far too much time. <laughs> but today, I want to give you guys permission. And I'm not going to do it alone. I'm going to do it with my guest, Daphne DeLauren. If you've missed the last two episodes, you need to go and listen to them because she's definitely very, very empowering. I think what you're going to get out of these episodes is more than just information. It's going to be a sense of purpose and something really, really powerful. And Daphne today on the final episode is going to talk to us in detail about how to give yourself permission. Super powerful, super empowering, guys. I can't wait for you to check out this episode. Have you ever looked at yourself in the mirror and thought, wow, I really thought I'd be further ahead by now? If so, you are not alone. I've spent the last two years traveling the globe looking for the answers. The problem is, it's fear of failure that was holding me and so many of you back. I realized that no one was telling the real story of entrepreneurship. So I flew to the US, decided to face my fear and go all out to build my million dollar business completely from scratch. But the real question is, how will I do it? Join me on my journey and find out as we build our online tribe and share the internet's top marketing secrets. My name is Jamie Atkinson, and this is the Entrepreneur Junkie Movement. What's up, guys? Jamie Atkinson back again with the Entrepreneur Junkie Movement podcast. And I'm I'm excited, but also sad to say this is my, my last episode not ever, but just my last episode with Daphne, who's been by my side the last few episodes. It's been a lot of fun. Daphne, have you had fun? It's been good. So much fun. So much. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. Oh, I'm so happy you're here too. You literally come and shine a light on the podcast and that's oh. really cool. And well, thank you, know, you for having me. You're very welcome. And today is going to be a cool one because we're actually going to talk about when we first met. Which sounds, which sounds kind of fun. And, you know, maybe, uh, and I think, I truly believe we're still going to be friends in years to come. <laughs> if yes. anybody was like, yo, how did you guys meet? We can just like, well, go and listen to, listen to episode number, whatever the episode number is, and they can check <laughs> it out. So that's going to be a lot of fun. So today, Daphne, I wanted to talk about giving yourself permission. And yes. this is something that I've really struggled with for a long time. I've, I've sure. been very much a seeker of approval and very much a person that will go and ask my other half and say, do you think this is a good idea? Like, what do you think? Should we do it? And, and sometimes I find it really difficult to make a decision for myself. I don't know. Yeah. How, how are you in these situations? I, I think that can be the natural human tendency. Like we, we seek approval, we, especially from people that we truly look up to and love. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like when I go to my husband, I say, honey, like, what do you think about this? And his, his approval really does mean something to me because I really love him. And he is, you know, where we are one when you're married. But I, I think it can get very dangerous with other people because People who, most people, honestly, I, I just did a podcast episode about this, that you do not need anybody's permission to make a positive change in your life or to go after your dream. 
And a lot of times we wait for that. And a lot of times we're not going to get that. And I believe that a lot of people on social media, especially as we are getting closer to our dream or making action, I hate to say this, Jamie, but people do not want to see us succeed. Mm-hmm. I can there hear is- I can hear you on that because it's so true. And sometimes it, it can feel like a small thing. And sometimes you think maybe it's jealousy or, or whatever it might be. But people don't always like to see successful people, you know, really grow into what they're supposed to become. No. And pivotal moments in my life from landing an internship at NBC in Miami to landing my first, my first job six months before graduation at CBS in Michigan. Like, the people who I truly thought were closest to me in my college, you know, my, my program mates, the envy and aura that I felt from that was like, it hurt my feelings so bad. And even now, just stepping away from my, my dream job of NBC in Nashville, people like I see my close friends just watching every Instagram story, but have not congratulated one time or even congratulated after I got married or had a baby, they just kind of watch you and watch you and watch you. And secretly, they want you to fail. And I'm going to encourage whoever's listening to this right now, you don't need anyone's permission. But if that is happening to you, use that as fuel to carry on and to prove to the world you can put something to your mind and go after it. Because there's nothing that beats that more than not listening to that or caving in or, 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 or only acting based upon permission because you don't need permission. And a lot of times, I'm just going to be honest with you, they don't care about you and your future. And so we're like waiting for permission from someone who doesn't even care about us. And it, it can be quite silly in my, in my opinion. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes in those situations, people really struggle to make the jump. And I feel, and, and I've definitely been this way sometimes, is that we almost use that as an excuse. And it's like, well, if I just got permission, I would have done that. But in reality, we're using that as an excuse. And it was just because we didn't take action in the first place. Right. And, and that kind of teaches you that you are responsible for you. And just to to have a vision, a clear vision, I think that's the key in all of this, Jamie, like for us to close our eyes and have this clear vision, to get clear on paper and to close our eyes and see it and feel it, put tunnel vision blinders on and go after it with everything you have because you're going to fail. And when you're going to fail and when you do fail and those people's faces come to your mind, it can seriously discourage you. So like to surround yourself, not only with the right people, the right music, the right podcast, every single day when you wake up, there are going to be thoughts of the past, thoughts of the future, and it's either striving off of faith or fear. And so when you're thinking about the past and it's, and it's daunting you to be able to dismiss it and say, not what if I fail, but what if I succeed? And what if I'm a role model? And what if I am full potential living my purpose, how God created me? 
And what if nobody else's opinions matters? And what if I impact this world in such a remarkable way because my life is significant? Like our words are so powerful, but before it even gets to our mouth, it stems from our thoughts. So to guard everything, every thought and every person, especially at the start of the day, it will ripple effect into your entire day, into your entire week, into your entire month, into your entire year, into your entire life. That is just so eloquently put. And, and I really resonate with that because, you know, it, and it's funny that you say about like rushing towards something with the horse blinders on, because that is literally like when we first met and we were in Funnel Hacking Live. And yeah. So you guys listening, like if you've listened to some of my podcast episodes, you'll know this story. But, you know, I was in this situation where I didn't have a lot of money. I didn't have clients or money coming in. And I was faced with this proposition of, hey, you know, do you really want to go for it, believe in yourself and, you know, invest in yourself and get into this coaching program, which was expensive, like $30,000. And at, at the time I was, you know, I went to bed the night before I was, I was worried. I was thinking about it, but in my heart, I knew that I needed that support from the people around me that, that would give me that kind of that sense of drive and purpose and support that I needed to be my very best self. But like the whole evening I was, I was asking for permission. You know, I was, you know, thinking to myself, is that going to be the right thing? No, I don't have the money. No, I can't make it happen. And I, and I would go and present it to my girlfriend and, and, and she was in the hotel room and we kind of talked it through and I knew it was what I wanted, but I, I, I had to justify it with her. And, and, you know, when I presented it to her because she wasn't there on stage and she didn't hear what was going on and she couldn't have a sense of the people around me and that feeling of support, of course it was going to be a bad idea you know it wasn't it wasn't going to be you know worth it for thirty thousand dollars but that very next day you know and, and I think it's crazy that you were there and beside me and and gave me that kind of support and it wasn't even like a discussion that we had on the day but you know just your whole positive energy and, and everything oh. I could sense was just that this is the right place for me to be right now with the right people these are the kind of people that I need to be around and if I want to yeah. really put myself in a position where I can fail you know, and that was really the key for me was accepting that I could fail and that's okay. And that will help me get to that next level. And just being there and because and I literally, and you'll probably remember, but we were halfway through listening to a presentation and I disappeared to the back to sign up and came back and pretty much didn't speak for about 45 minutes as I was freaking <laughs> out. You remember that part? I was <laughs> oh my gosh. I remember seeing you, like I could just read you like a book. You were nervous. In the beginning, you were like back and forth and your heart was there, but you were like getting pulled. But there was also people around you that were that were signing up and that weren't signing up. And you're like, oh my gosh, is this the right decision? I don't know. But then like as, as the time went on, I saw this confidence in you. And then I saw you on the stage and even the camera on you. I was like so happy. Like I felt like your mom. <laughs> <laughs> Go, Jamie, go. <laughs> it was really cool to just see you there and just to conquer your fear. And, you know, it takes exactly what you did. It takes courage. It takes getting uncomfortable because most people would rather be, there's something in your subconscious mind that like 100% craves security even if it means like living a miserable life and just getting a paycheck, which is 90% of people. And to like recognize that and to fight with everything you have against that subconscious mind and to go after the thing that scares you the most 
because you're supposed to face that head on. And that is the way something changes. Because if you don't change and if you don't have that support system, nothing is going to change. So I'm so proud of you for doing that. And it's been crazy because, you know, and, and that was a big jump and I was worried what my girlfriend was going to say, but as, as yeah. always, supported me and she could see, you know, when I came out and I said, look, I've made this decision. This is what it is, but don't worry. It's going to be fine. She could say, don't worry. I believe in you. And you know, some in my mind, I was, that was the thing that was holding me back. I was worried that there would, that would be that sense of either disapproval or thinking it was a bad idea. But you know, when you make these decisions and you step into giving yourself permission, the people around you are still going to support you. And the only thing that changes is just that light bulb in your head where it's like, okay, I can do this now. And you know, the people around you then start to support you and help you get towards that vision. And you know, certainly in my experience in, in this place we're at right now, where it's still uncomfortable, it's still difficult, we still don't know if we're going to make it to the end. People can sense that they yeah. they know and and they support you more because of that. And you know, throughout the last month and month and a half, I've had so many people reach out and give me words of encouragement and support. Yeah. And, and not you know, not because I'm special or there's anything different, but just because they can see that we're being you know authentically what we think we should be and unapologetic and and trying to just do the best that we can and i think that really resonates with people especially when we're trying to be vulnerable and trying to share the truth i think especially in that vulnerable place you need those people uh, more than ever to to cheer you on you know not yeah. that you need it but like the people that really do love you you need to be intentional to surround yourself with those people because we are human beings and people can discourage us if we allow them in. And so just, just doing a scan on, on relationships in your life, you know, if they, if they're supposed to be there or, or if you need to like focus on getting a new group of friends. I think it's interesting as well, because I, I just have this feeling in my heart that there's going to be someone that's listening to this, you know, where it's now or if it's in six months time or whenever it is, there's going to be someone that's listening to this that is in that position where they're in this dilemma right now and they, they're struggling to, to justify it and they're struggling to give themselves permission. So, I mean, Daphne, you've had some crazy leaps in your life in terms of what you've done you know, big moves, stepping away from, you know, a, a relationship and moving to a new city and all of these huge moments where you probably had to give yourself permission to make that move. So what would you say to somebody that's listening right now who's struggling to just get over that little hump and, and kind of accept that they can give themselves permission? I believe getting alone and getting away from the noise of the world, like whether it means just literally locking yourself in your room and just decluttering your mind and getting alone in your quiet place because that's honestly where you find that voice that's deep within you for what you're supposed to do. And just an example of this, when I was first starting out, I was 12 years old and I, my aunt had me over. She was working in um, KESQ, it was an ABC affiliate in Palm Springs, California. And I went to visit her because she couldn't take off of work. I went to work with her, which is a news station. And the, that day she happened to go to lunch with the meteorologist and I went with her. And they thought it would be funny and fun for me to make a little weather cast for a souvenir <laughs> tape. You know, little did they know that was like where my dream was planted. It was like, I want to be a 
pop star one day or whatever. <laughs> and so I remember my little 12-year-old self, I went into my news di- the news director's office and I said, Bob, what would it take for you to hire me with my little notebook and pen? And I was just ready to write things down. And he told me, Daphne, all I look for is experience and beauty and personality. And the last thing I look at is a meteorology degree, which a meteorology (laughs) degree is a weather degree, like knowing your stuff. That's crazy, right? It's crazy. And so this is like the guy who I want to hire me. It was my dream. And he's giving me advice. I don't even need to get my meteorology degree. And little do I know that California is only 1% of the country because it's sunny every single day. You're not forecasting or tracking tornadoes or snow or keep them, keeping people safe from hurricanes. And so if, if I listened to him, which I wanted to because I sucked at math and science, that could have derailed my whole path. And so I, I went to my FSU is where I went to school. I went to the, the school to tour the meteorology program and the creator of meteorology, Jamie, he told me, Daphne, if you're not above excellent in math, do not waste your time and do not waste our time because this is an 80% skill rate. Wow. 80%? That's so- 80%. Jamie, growing up, I was below average in math and science. And the That's- creator of this program is telling me to not waste my time. Then I have my parents tell me to not even try. And so every single person, forget peers, people I looked up to told me not to do it, not to try. If I would have listened to them, I never would have got to my dream. I never would have gotten to fail multiple times to get to my dream. And so when I go talk to schools and I say, listen, You're going to fail multiple times before you get the yes. But most people, when they see someone successful, they think they were born into it or they were significant. But I can't tell you the blood, sweat, and tears it took me to get to my dream and how many no's from internships to how many exams I failed and to how many people discouraged me. But I kept going and I believed in myself truly. And I used to close my eyes every time I failed. And I would study 14 hours straight and I couldn't even afford the paper it took to practice math problems. So I bought myself a whiteboard and markers because I did so many problems, math and science problems. And I would close my eyes and I would just paint my picture and visualize myself at NBC and forecasting. It's 6 a.m. and I can tell a family of four, what can they expect this weekend? And it, I mean, I was the least qualified person to begin with, but I made my biggest weakness my strength. And it, it wasn't a natural thing, but I worked my ass off to get there. So if I can do it, you can do it. But you can't stop the moment you fail. You have to expect failure. And the best thing that can happen to you is to fail because you learn from that failure and you get closer. And then you get closer. And it's one step closer. And then you succeed. 
And you start to really, and I know it sounds weird because people don't expect this, but you start to look forward to the failures because you know that when that happens, I mean, it still hurts at the time, but you know, even just a day or so later, you can reflect on it and you'd be like, well, I'm glad that happened because now I'm learning something. I think the biggest, best quality you can have in life, honestly, is resilience to bounce back. I don't care how many times you've fallen, put on your shoes and bounce back. And the quicker you can do that, the quicker you are to get to your destination. But also, like, I think we can get really caught up in focusing on the destination, which is not a bad thing. But I think, like, to be present and to enjoy the process and to actually focus on who you're becoming along the way and not just focus on the destination because once you get there, you're going to be like ready for the next thing, but to enjoy the moment and to see, this is what I asked myself. I've become really good at this. What am I learning? How am I growing? And what is the next step? That's so important. And, and it's funny because, you know, you might start a journey and think what you're going to get out of it is that goal at the end. But then when you transform on this journey, that you have this crazy transformation and, and suddenly things don't, things don't mean the same thing. And, and it's funny because I always draw on, have you seen the film Cars? Mm-mm. So Cars is a film, it's a Disney film and uh, it's a kid's film. And there's this race car called Lightning McQueen and he really wants to win the Piston Cup, right? And he, and he tries his hardest to win and he's cocky and he's arrogant and then he has this crash and he goes on this kind of journey where he has to build himself back up again. And along the way, yeah. he has a whole ton of friends and he has this final race again. And he's racing against his competitor and he gets the final bend on this race, this dream that he's had his whole life. And the guy that he's in the number two position, he crashes and he goes off the, and he goes off, uh, the track and he, he looks like he's in trouble. So he says to himself, great, that means I'm going to win. I'm in this position. I've wanted this my whole life. And instead he turns off and he goes and helps his friend. And you know, that's, that's kind of a weird, you know, segue to go on in this conversation, but that's so important, right? Because he, you know, he could have, if it was him in the beginning, he would have just wanted to get to that winning stage and win that cup. But in reality, he transformed when he's on this journey and he, he understands the value instead of, you know, actually I'm here for my friend and, and I can win that cup another day. And, and it, I, I always use that analogy because I think a lot of people have seen that movie and they can look at that and go, huh, maybe, maybe that can be what my life is like, you know? Absolutely. Yes. I believe that. Well, that's weird. I didn't think we were going to start talking about Disney stuff. My bad. That's, that's my <laughs> From a drop of sunshine to Disney cars, right? I love it. I love it. <laughs> well, listen, it's been such fun to have you on the show. I'm, I'm really so happy that we've been able to connect and, and I really look forward to staying a, your friend and, and kind of connecting more in the future. And who knows, we could have you back on the podcast. I think that'd be really cool. It would be an honor, Jamie. Thank you so much for having me today. No, you're very welcome. And it was a pleasure on our end. So Daphne, there's going to be a ton of people who are going to be chewing my ear off right now saying, Jamie, where can we go and listen to this amazing person? So if somebody <laughs> wants to keep listening and, and getting their, their weekly drop of sunshine, uh, yeah. where, can they, where can they go, Daphne, to, to hear more about you? You were too kind. Um, I would say definitely my podcast, which is A Drop of Sunshine. Um, that's, that's kind of where I get very vulnerable. We talk about purpose, comparison, approval, all the things that sometimes we just as a society, you know, 
sweep under the rug and we don't talk about, but I get pretty vulnerable there. I get pretty honest with you, as you know. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely there on Facebook, Daphne DeLoren on Instagram. Also, um, I just started my, my speaking journey. So you can, you can look into speaking inquiries with life purpose coaching and personal development on my DaphneDeLoren.com website. And Daphne, because I definitely spelt your name slightly wrong with a H in the wrong place when I first met <laughs> yeah. you. Can you just spell out your name so people can find you a bit easier? Absolutely, yes. It's D-A-P-H-N-E, Daphne, last name DeLoren, D-E-L-O-R-E-N. Wow. You just sound like a movie star. That's the, that's the best <laughs> name in the world. So. It's definitely better than Jamie Atkinson, but there we go. You got, you got to run with what you're given, right? <laughs> You're so funny. Thank you. <laughs> no worries. Well, thanks for being on the show. I really look forward to seeing what else happens with A Drop of Sunshine. It's crazy. And by the way, guys, Daphne is just celebrating 10,000 podcast episode downloads. And she's only on episode eight. That's crazy. Congratulations on that. I really Thank wish you, you every success with the podcast. I think it's going to be amazing. I expect to see you on a stage soon. It's going to be awesome. Thank you, my friend. That means a lot. Thank you so much. No worries. And thanks again. I'll see you on the next one, huh? See you soon. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for listening to the last episode. And I just wanted to let you know that we're doing an amazing competition for you guys. It's called the 4 for 4 competition. Four amazing entrepreneurs have sponsored this podcast for the next month and a half. And they're doing it to give you guys access to their flagship courses completely for free. There's going to be four lucky winners who are going to get access to four powerful courses from some of the best online entrepreneurs out there. You have Doug Bowton, who's giving away his highly sought after sales funnel mastery course. We've got Chantel Turner is giving away her engagement driving culture method course. You have Wendy Hart who's giving away her mind bending procrastination cure course and Samantha Brown who's giving away her double your tribe challenge. These are four amazing courses which are all worth a combined total of over $2,500 and we're giving it away to you guys for free. All you have to do to be in with a chance of winning this competition is to scroll down on the podcast page, leave a rating and review and just screenshot your review just before you publish publish it and email it to jamie at entrepreneurjunkie.co. Competitions are going to be ending on June the 30th. Make sure you get your entries in, guys. And if you've already left a rating or review on the podcast, just screenshot your podcast review and we'll still enter you into the competition. Make sure you guys enter before this competition goes away. There's going to be four lucky winners. You don't want to miss this, guys. Hey everyone, I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high-ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat 
All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.